March 10th, 1989, interview with Euro Wilson by Todd Sherman. Euro, could you tell me about some of the old business businesses and businessmen in Marceline? Well, let's <clears throat> let's go back a little. Oh, we'll go back a year or two. Uh, when I was uh, a young man, we'll say in the sixth and seventh grade. In the building where now Lois Pennick is, beside of Allsworth, was a grocery store uh, owned and operated by uh, Mr. Ellis. Young boy, I went to work in that store sweeping, stalking shells. Later in my lifetime, when I was in high school, I went to work for Kroger's. Kroger's at that time was uh, located uh, on the corner where Willard Keenest now has that beautiful landscaping where the, that building had burnt. But in those two blocks, starting up there uh, where the Lucky Tiger now is, was a grocery store owned and operated by Ficklands. Come on down the street was a uh, meat market by Mr. Uh, Hayden. And Jimmy Cowell's dad, uh, we called him Ham Cal, was a butcher in there. And uh, across the street, uh, Mr. Westfall, had a grocery store, and on that corner where Kroger's was, in the next block, it was uh, on the uh, east side of the street, was uh, Mackey and Williams, A&P, uh, Mr. Merle had a meat market in there, and across on the other side of the street, they was, uh, Hires had a locker plant and a grocery store. Cecil Birch and had a grocery store, and Orrin Downing had a grocery store. Well, anyhow, in those two blocks, there was a total of about 12 grocery stores, including two meat markets. Uh, plus all the little grocery stores around the neighborhood. They was, uh, oh, let's see, they was probably one, they was probably eight or 10 grocery stores scattered throughout the neighborhood. When you attended school, where were some of the schools in town? Well, the school that I attended was the uh, uh, Central School. That was the grade school that was located now where our high school is located. Across the track where uh, Pringer's IGA's beat or grocery store now uh, was where the park school was located. Uh, the uh, new high school was completed and I finished the eighth grade in the new high school. Well, let's go back when they tore the Central School down. Uh, the, the grade school in Central went a half a day in the little high school building and the high school went a half a day to, in order to, so we could complete our education that one year. Uh, I might add that the uh, high school boy, the kiddies got to go in the mornings in the grade school in the afternoon due to the fact that so the boys could get out, get out for football practice. And then they, the new high school was completed and uh, as I said, I finished eighth grade in the new high school and then went to the four years of high school, had uh, four years of football. Uh, one of my coaches was Gene Parvin uh, and then the next coach was uh, Searcy. I might add that uh, 
they were both very strict coaches. Some of my teachers, let me get back to the football. Mr. Burnside, our superintendent, I know some of our kiddies over there now don't think about uh, they have to have a certain grade average to play. Maybe some of the, the uh, students and the parents really don't think that's right. I do. To give you a little experience with me, Mr. Burnside one time, our superintendent, and I might add, I hated that man with a passion until I got out of school, and he was one of the best friends I ever had. Um, he came in one day in the study hall and sat down beside of me. I was a senior, and I thought I had the world by the tail on a downhill pull, and I was behind in typing. He sat down beside of me, and he said, Yuri, you like to play football? And I said, yes, sir. Well, he said, now you get that typing up, or you do not suit Friday night to play football. I said, yes, sir. So. Due to that, I went down, got with the commercial teacher, Mrs. Bruner, and I worked doing the noon hour and study hour and got my typing up. So you see, change back in them days was just as, we had to have a great average before we could uh, participate in different sports. Uh, Mrs. Horn, one of my history teacher, uh, was a great lady, and I might add that she was also the history teacher for our two daughters when they went to school. Mr. Chapman, or uh, algebra, or uh, and uh, mathematics teacher. <laughs> His nickname was Bulldog. He was a little bulldog for sure because <laughs> he he was quite a uh, teacher. Mr. Parvin was the uh, uh, science teacher, and Mr. Searcy, the coach, he taught uh, science and. Uh, Oh, I forgot what else he was teaching us. And Mr. Burnside, superintendent, had one class of, uh, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, that class that Mr. Burnside taught was more was public speaking, and uh, which I enjoyed very much. Mrs. Taylor, Mrs. Fleeta Taylor, our uh, teacher, uh, was a great teacher in the way of of plays, she was, uh, I don't want to say it, English, you know, uh, she was a, her English teacher and also she was the, the teacher that, uh, uh, dramatic, she was quite a dramatic teacher in, in uh, plays for all the classes in high school. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Catherine Bruner, our commercial teacher. Uh, I enjoyed that lady because uh, I didn't, however, didn't take a shorthand, but I did take some typing. That was bad enough. <laughs> I might add, add a little bit about uh, uh, my senior year. The classes always had a color fight. Uh, our, our colors were silver and blue. At one time, the flagpole was out there in front of the schoolhouse. So we thought to put our colors up where they would stay would be the top of that flagpole. We did. The young man had put those colors up there, greased the pole all coming down so nobody could climb up the pole to take them down. But the next day, Mr. Burnside didn't think too much of that. 
so we had to clean the pole and get up there and take our colors down. <laughs> so, <laughs> but about our running, our boy running around and dating. I don't know why that the Marceline boys or the girls all had to go out of town to date. Maybe they knew us here. Anyhow, we was most of us were dating girls at Brookfield, and maybe one of us could come up with a car once a week from somewhere. Uh, we would donate a quarter apiece, because at that time gasoline was about 19 cents a gallon. And we'd make a trip to Brookfield, one trip a week, to see our girlfriends, meet over there at a certain place around midnight, so we'd all have a way home. So we, we didn't all have an automobile. Sometimes we'd borrow one from Dad, borrow one from an uncle, borrow one from somebody, and make the trip over there. But anyhow, we had a lot of fun. Well, what all kind of things did you do for entertainment besides that? Well, uh, as I said, we, we didn't own an automobile. <laughs> we couldn't afford one at that time. We made our own entertainment. A lot of our entertainment we would pair off in couple of groups and play chalk on a corner. Now I know a lot, maybe you don't really know what that game is but you, one group starts out and put a mark down on a walk or a post. The other groups to follow you and see where where you finally come to a standstill and then we had a bakery in town and we get through playing chalk on a corner we go up there and uh, good enough the boys in that bake shop would give us some rolls and donuts and one thing or another so you see we had a we had a lot of fun uh, although uh, we didn't go out of town a lot we'd gathered somebody's house for uh, popcorn popcorn balls or whatever uh, card games and uh, and we then took in a lot of dances uh, we may not have been the best, but we had a lot of fun. What kind of celebrations did you have around town over the 4th of July and things like that during the summer? Well, the 4th of July was was quite a celebration. Uh, uh, at that time, the carnivals would come in, and I've seen that carnival set on Main Street, starting at the overhead Bridge Street, and they completely filled Main Street and blocked it off, clear down past the Methodist Church and even on the side street towards the uh, post office where the post office now is and uh, the lumber yard. And it was quite an all day affair. People from out of town would come in, from Brookfield, Buckland, towns around here would bring their lunches and come and stay all day for the celebration. And the midnight, the big 4th of July uh, fireworks and the carnival, I might say at that time, was one of the most cleanest carnivals that I've ever seen come into any locality. It was the one we had here at Marsley.